Isn't she lovely? Isn't she beautiful? Ha ha ha. Isn't it interesting that we judge people by the way they look? And we could say they shouldn't or we shouldn't judge people by the way they look, but I've got a sneaking suspicion that we do. And if, and I'll just use a couple of examples. If somebody uh, looks fit and they look strong and they look healthy, we probably assume by their appearance that they exercise, they eat healthy food, and they are disciplined, focused, committed to looking after themselves. And we probably make that decision in a very short period of time. The neuroscientists and people that study human behavior will suggest that somewhere between zero to 30 seconds, when we see somebody that looks healthy, they're in great shape, we would make the decision pretty quickly that they probably exercise, they probably eat healthy food, and they're probably disciplined. The reverse of that, if you uh, meet somebody who's got dirty clothes, dirty fingernails, they haven't washed their hair, they've got clothes that uh, look old and ragged, we probably make a decision pretty quickly that that person's not doing very well. I'm going to share something very personal. I have short blonde hair. Uh, I've had short blonde hair since I was 12, so I don't know, 50 odd years ago. I decided that my hair, because I was a swimmer uh, and I had long hair and it used to go green all the time because I was in the pool, uh, I cut my hair off by myself at 12. A hairdresser had to fix it and I've had the same hair ever since. Now I'm sharing that with you because there's a lot of judgment made on Rowie, me, uh, by my hair the lady with the short blonde hair. And there's a lot of different, and I won't share with you the ugly things that people have shared with me about my hair. Uh, But I have to accept the consequences that people judge me by my hair. They meet me for the first time, and there's a lot of assumptions made of a woman that's got short blonde hair. Now, the reason I'm asking uh, all of us to consider why do we judge people by the way they look I would like to do a reverse of that. Is it possible that the way we look is determined by who we are? And whoever we are, we then dress that way, look that way, and then people judge us. Uh, Or do we have to accept the consequences that however we decide to dress, however we decide to look, present ourselves, that the world will look at us a certain way? And that's why I use those examples. Uh, I have to accept the fact that I've chosen to have this short blonde hair and there's lots of reasons for that and I'll just very quickly share personally. I'm a very busy person and having short hair is just awesome because I don't take any time to do my hair. I don't have to do my hair. I run my fingers through my hair after my shower and it's done. I have blonde hair because I I want to learn and it seems that people like to teach people with blonde hair because there is a definite stigma about if you've got blonde hair you're not very smart and uh, I like to learn so people tend to teach me more because I've got blonde hair which is the two reasons why I've got short blonde hair but I have to accept the fact that people will judge my short blonde hair differently than the reasons why I have it so there's two parts to that I have to accept the fact that people will judge me by the way I look but who am I Who have I decided to be and doesn't the way I present myself, the way I uh, dress, the way I uh, put my personal body, face, presentation on show, 
do I, is that a representation of who I am? And the reason this is so important is who am I versus what do I look like and do they match? And that's a personal question that I'm asking you. And if who you are isn't represented by the way you dress and the reverse of that isn't, and again, a very personal story, uh, I wanted people to take me seriously as an exercise professional, as a businesswoman, as a professional speaker, but I didn't dress that way. I, I used to get angry because I would ha- I would wear really short shorts with my butt cheeks hanging out and I would have my cleavage hanging out and I would wear singlets with my arms out and uh, I would run around in the business world dressed like that and I was quite annoyed that people would judge me by the way I look and not take me seriously. I had to accept those consequences. Now, I made a very personal decision and I often share this story because it was really interesting. Uh, I was given a very hard kick in the backside, and I think I was about 25, maybe a little bit older, and a a very professional, distinguished and sophisticated, more mature man pulled me aside and he said to me, Rowie, if you want people to take you seriously, you're going to have to dress differently. Uh, If you have your cleavage out, if you have your ass cheeks hanging out, if you wear little clothes and you keep trying to look like a teenager, uh, yes, you've got a beautiful body, but you have to accept the consequences of dressing that way. And the consequence is that business people won't take you seriously. And he shared with me openly that he had been in a in a conversation with business people who were joking about me as a person, that she's the blonde-haired girl with her ass cheeks hanging out, and she's lovely to look at, but she's obviously dumb and stupid and etc. Now, I'm sharing that with you not because I'm judging those people. They can they can choose to judge me by the way I dress. I made a decision then that I didn't want to be that person. I wanted to be representative of the five words that I've always used, which is tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. Now, I my idea of disciplined and stylish and professional has obviously changed because uh, I used to think that because I had ripped abdominals and because I had tight butt cheeks and because I looked great in little clothes, that that would prove that I was disciplined. And because I was an exercise professional, having clothing like that would then prove that I was in exercise until I was shared very openly. And I'm very grateful to that person because they, they were just sharing me the truth. Rowie, people are not going to take you seriously if you walk around with your ass cheeks hanging out. And, I, and I'll reverse the question. If uh, you have somebody in your family who is unwell, maybe they've got coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, they've had a stroke, they've got cancer, they've got osteoporosis, they're depressed, and you take them to a professional that can help them with all of those challenges, if that medical professional rocked up into their office with little tight short shorts, uh, a crop top, their ass cheeks hanging out, their cleavage hanging out, and they had short blonde hair, uh, would that be the first impression that would share with you that this is somebody that can help my the person that I love with this serious disease? And of course, the answer is no. And I share that with you very passionately and openly because I believe that if I'm fit and strong and if I can inspire other people to be fit and strong, they are less likely to get coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, be depressed, have cancer, have a stroke, get Alzheimer's, dementia, 
their life will be much better if they're fit and strong. So I believe that my responsibility as somebody who can get people fit and strong is more important than a medical professional because medical professionals deal with the cure of or the maintenance of disease. Well, I want to be involved in the prevention and the cure. I want people to take me seriously and that's why I started to dress differently. So am I asking you to dress differently? No. What I'm asking you please to consider is do we judge people by the way they look? So again, I'll ask the question, if somebody looks dirty and they uh, look unkept, do we think that they're professional? Versus if we see somebody that's dressed beautifully, do they give the impression of being more professional? Just something to consider. But the reverse of that is what kind of person am I, which would then determine how I dress? And that's, I think, the most important question. Who are you? And then dress that way, present that way. What? Who are you as a person? What do you want your reputation to be? So when I looked seriously at my five words, which were tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional, and then I looked at the clothes in my wardrobe, they didn't match. So that's what I'm now asking, is that however you dis- whoever you are, dress that way, present that way, be that person. Uh, do we get into trouble when we try and pretend? So if you are a casual, relaxed person who likes to wear casual, relaxed clothing, and then you try and wear a suit and pretend to be a professional person wearing a suit, is it possible that it doesn't match? Whoever you are, the character that you have, the uh, personality that you have, the reputation that you want to have, would it be a really good idea to dress that way? Because then when somebody meets you for the first time, they don't have to guess because people will judge us by the way we dress. Would that be fair? Do you judge other people by the way they dress? Do you judge other people by the way they look? And I think that the answer to that would have to be yes. And the behavioral scientists will back me up on that one. It doesn't matter who you are. It seems that the very first time you see somebody, between zero and 30 seconds, you make a decision about that person based on the way they look. So if you want people to make the right decision about you in zero to 30 seconds, if you are a certain person with a certain character, with a certain personality, with a, with a reputation that you want to uphold, would it be a really good idea to dress that way? Which is why those five words and that experience is such a, a special way to live your life. Pick three to five, 50 words doesn't matter. I just happen to pick five words. In fact, I've got six because I'm a bit of an extra mile person. Tough and fair, positive, stylish, disciplined and professional. Whoever you are, then be that person in every area of your life, including the way you dress, the way you present yourself. And if whatever your words are, if you don't present that way, is it possible that then people will be confused and or they won't take you seriously? Because there's this great quote, what I say is drowned out by what I do. What I do screams so loudly that what I say doesn't matter. And is it possible that, and that's what happened to me, I was trying to uh, have people trust me, believe in me, that I could help them with their with their health and their fitness and their well-being and help them prevent and cure diseases, but I didn't look like the person that could do that. Uh, and this, it doesn't matter how politically incorrect this might sound, but nobody takes a woman with short blonde hair wearing a crop top, short bike pants with her ass cheeks hanging out and her cleavage hanging out 
Nobody looks at that woman and thinks that she's intelli- in, incredibly intelligent and that she knows what she's doing and she can be trusted with a medical challenge. That's never going to happen. And I had to accept that. So even if I wanted to dress that way, but what's really interesting is when I ask myself the question, why are you dressing this way, Roe? Why do you need to have your ass cheeks hanging out? Why do you need to have your cleavage out? Why are you wearing little clothes? And... <laughs> There was no justification for it except that perhaps my ego needed people to have a look at my beautiful body and tell me that I was gorgeous. And I had to admit that to myself. What's really interesting is that except when I'm training in my gym or I'm out in the garden, uh, I am... I dress with clothes from from my chin down to my toes usually, particularly because I live in the South Island of New Zealand. And in winter, I'm constantly completely covered from head to toe. And what's really interesting since I've been dressing professionally and dressing without all of my bits and pieces hanging out, except when I'm training and I'm in the garden, uh, people will share with me regularly, oh, you're obviously healthy, fit and strong. You're obviously, uh, you love your life. You're obviously a really happy, positive person. But it's got nothing to do with my body. It's obviously something that shines out of my face. And I'm just sharing all of this with you very personally because I had to accept that people judge me by the way I look. I had to accept the fact that people made decisions about me based on what I was wearing. Now, I still have to accept the consequences of my short blonde hair. Uh, this, I will share with you again, there's two reasons I have this hair. It's very quick and easy, and that makes my life so much more simple. And I keep my blonde hair because I want people to keep teaching me. Uh, it's interesting, though, that I do have to accept the consequences because I get a fair few ugly comments about the kind of person I must be or what my my life must represent because I have short blonde hair. So I have to. I've also had to learn that I have to be tough <laughs> because sometimes when people judge you by the way you look, that judgment is very ugly. And maybe that's something that we all have to accept. That people do judge us by the way we look and if we want to dress a certain way, if we're going to look a certain way, we have to accept the fact that people are going to treat us a certain way. Uh, At our house we always have a joke and this happens every time we watch a movie. If there's a criminal on television and or they're they're a a criminal that's in jail or they're a bad person uh, and I'll ask you the question, have you noticed that they always seem to dress those people, the, the casting uh, and wardrobe of a movie, always make a criminal look a certain way? It seems that you usually know what the criminal or the person in jail looks like. They usually have a large number of tattoos. They usually have lots of piercings. They usually have a beard or a moustache. They're the things that tend to make people look like criminals. And we have a joke about that at our house because it seems the world has become very accepting of that particular look. But in a movie, it's still the same. They still make the criminals look like criminals in a certain way. And I'm like, all I'm asking is please consider that if you want to make an impression, your first impression is the one you can only make one. Uh, that's not just some random quote. We only get one chance to make a first impression. Uh, and that first impression, what do you want that to be? 
Mine was horrible. Mine was people who didn't take me seriously. Mine was people who thought I was stupid. And I needed, to, if I wanted people to accept me as a businesswoman and treat me with respect, I had to be, and I had to look like a respectful businesswoman. So I had to change the way I presented myself. Now that has a lot to do with lots of things. Yes, it's clothing. Yes, it's your posture. Yes, it's the way you, you hold yourself. Yes, it's your hair, your skin, and your nails. Uh, and I'll use the example again. If somebody's healthy, fit, and strong, is it possible that it shines out of their hair, skin, and nails, their teeth, their posture, even if their body's completely covered up? And maybe that's something to consider because i that was the other thing I had to think about because uh, a lot of people share with me, oh, but people need to know that I'm in great shape because I'm in, I'm a gym instructor, I'm a personal trainer, or I'm a boot camp instructor, I'm a yoga instructor. People need to see my beautiful body so that they know that I'm in great shape. But is it possible that if you have a great coat hanger, that all clothes will look beautiful on you, but more importantly, if you are healthy, fit, and strong, that will shine through everything about you. You don't have to have your abdominals on show. You don't have to have your ass cheeks hanging out. You don't have to have your cleavage out to prove to the world that you're in great shape. Now we live in a world now where Instagram and YouTube and and the whole social media thing is all about, look at my beautiful body, look at my gorgeous ass cheeks. And uh, I get a bit embarrassed sometimes because I'm an old lady now. And some of the, the views that we get on Instagram and, and, and YouTube and social media, the videos that we get to see are almost pornographic. Uh, and again, that's everybody can do whatever they want to. I get that. But do we have to accept the consequences? of what that video represents, what people will think of us. Uh, and, and it might be, and I know this because that's how I live my life. People used to tell me how gorgeous I was. Rowie, you were in great shape. And guys used to whistle at me and tell me I was beautiful and ask me out for dinner and all sorts of gorgeous, wonderful things when you've got a beautiful body. But that was the other thing that I wanted to accept about myself, that I didn't want people to love me because of my body. I wanted to love me, love me because of me. So that's a really interesting circle, isn't it? People judge us by the way we look, but is it our character that's more important? Well, what if our character and what we believe in and our core values and our personality shines out in the way we dress and the way we present ourselves? And could that be a beautiful package of being the real you? So here's my, my last and final question. Who are you? And then be that person. Who are you? And then dress like that person. Who are you? And then live like that person. Because what we do screams so loudly that people can't hear what we say.